Hey yo, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. What is up? Welcome back. There is a little bit of a twist on today's podcast episode. You will notice it's a little bit longer than my typical episodes, but also that it is uh, set up in a different style or format. And I did this because this past weekend, so the day that this was launched, this podcast episode is a Monday. On Sunday, I recorded a Most Confident You workshop. And being in the setting and speaking and impacting and teaching is one of my absolute favorite things. And confidence is something that I know that I am in real time working through too with you. Like, it's not like a, like, Hey, watch me. I'm so confident. It's like, Hey, let's do this together. Let's climb this thought ladder. Let's work through this confidence cycle and let's figure out how to create confidence as a muscle, as an action and as a feeling so that we can be and become and do and see the things that we were really meant to do. And that comes from unlocking the internal things, doing the internal uncomfortable, unsexy work that a lot of us just tend to swallow down. And maybe for you, lack of confidence comes from fear of other people's opinions or getting stuck in this comparison cycle or the, oh crap, am I sure I can actually do this? Or the feeling of, am I actually worthy? I have quote unquote enough. So why do I need more? Or maybe the lack of confidence creeps in as imposter syndrome. Like people are going to figure it out. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what am I going to do once they know that I'm quote unquote found out? All of these things stand in our way of stepping into the most confident version of ourselves. And we chase confidence all of the time, but really why? And so this workshop that I recorded was getting deep into two different tangible, actionable things, the confidence cycle and climbing the thought ladder. And I decided to take a little bit of snippet of the workshop and put it into today's podcast episode. If you want to catch the full workshop recording, you can pop down into the show notes and you might also hear me talking about a workbook which is something that I had created to go along with a workshop I will also link that in the show notes if you're listening on apple podcast if you literally just like scroll down underneath the podcast episode you will see the show notes if you run into any problems or you're like Michaela I have no idea what you're talking about please feel free to shoot me a dm at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore and I will like walk you through the process or I will just personally send you the youtube link and the workbook as well so I'm so so excited to hear what you think about today's style podcast episode and as always I just like to keep things new and exciting so if you love this week's episode please let me know so why confidence confidence is something that you know we like I said we throw around like confetti I want to arrive at confident I want to be confident but really what is the deeper why and when I think about confidence and I want you to think about confidence, it's not just arriving at a destination. It's not just becoming something. It's about who we want to become in the process, what we want to do, where we want to live, how we want to show up to life, the impact that we want to have, the values that drive us, the beliefs that we want to hold. And confidence is not being fearless. Confidence is not being perfect. Confidence is not having it all together. And so often we put confidence on this pedestal. Like once I achieve this, then I'll be confident. And that is living in the confidence gap. 
And so I want you to take time and you'll find this in your workbook, fill in the blank. I'll be more confident when. I'll be more confident when I lose 10 pounds. I'll be more confident when I believe in myself more. I'll be more confident when I have it all figured out. I'll be more confident when I finally get that job promotion. Whatever it might be, I want you to remind yourself of what that current confidence gap you're living in is and realize that we are here. You are here listening to this workshop right now because you want to bridge that gap of I'll be more confident when and realize that you have confidence within you at all times, okay? So confidence is a muscle, confidence is an action, and confidence is a feeling. And the action of confidence comes first, and the feeling of confidence comes second. Because confidence is a muscle. It takes works, it takes work and reps, and it takes practice. The more you practice, the better you get. And you don't just get to be great at something without ever putting in the work to get there, okay? And confidence and action is actually showing up and taking ownership for the things that you said that you were going to do. And the more that you take that action, the more that you are going to feel confident. And we are going to be walking through the confidence cycle here towards the end of this workshop. But I want you to realize that all three of these components of confidence are a um, key or they are crucial. They are each a vital piece to building your overall confidence. And you can't have one without the other, okay? So you have to take that action of confidence first and realize that the feeling of confidence comes next. That high feeling, that feel good, like, hell yes, I feel so good in what I'm wearing, or heck yes, I am so proud of me for achieving X. And the feeling of confidence, it feels good. And it sometimes can lead to this sugar rush, confidence as a sugar rush. Um, the short-term feeling of confidence that comes from external items or things, but disappears when those things are no longer around. For example, a cute outfit, like it makes you feel so, so good, but what happens when the outfit's not on you anymore? Losing 10 pounds. Yeah, it feels great to lose 10 pounds, but how can you measure your progress or your success in a different way? Why are you only putting your confidence on a numerical number, right? A face of makeup. Sure, we all like to look good, feel good, right? But what happens when that face of makeup is no longer on? A photo with good lighting or good posing, like, you know, when your friends hype you up, like, yes, sister, look at that makeup, look at that outfit, like, strike a pose, let's do it. That's great, but it's not going to be around forever either. A good workout. Nothing beats a post-workout high, those positive endorphins, but again, that high is going to go away. Maybe it's a relationship. Somebody in your life makes you feel really good. They hype you up. Those relationships are important, yes. But again, what happens when that goes away? So I want you to identify what or where does your sugar, your confidence sugar rush happen? And we're going to figure out how we can place our confidence on the internal things, meaning the things that we are in control of and that we can take ownership of, right? So I want to go back to this slide really quick and talk about things that stand in the way of confidence building. And Brene Brown is one of like my all-time favorite authors, TED Talks. She even has a documentary on Netflix. And she's a researcher who re researches shame and vulnerability and showing up as the most like authentic version of you and realizing that authenticity is a practice and realizing that vulnerability is not a protective mechanism. And it's something that a lot of us hide from. And I've learned so much about myself through her work. And one thing that she really talks about is shame. Shame is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. 
And think about how that interferes with your confidence. If you don't feel like you are worthy of belonging, if you don't feel like you are worthy of your success, you hold on to that shame of being new or feeling stuck, lack of skill, judgment from others, then of course it's going to be hard to build your confidence, but you have to learn to overcome that shame. Another thing that stands in the way of building your confidence is self-doubt. You're t- you telling yourself and you disqualifying yourself before you even try that you're not worthy, that you don't have what it takes, that because somebody else achieved it, there's not room for you to be successful too. And we all hold on to this self-doubt. It's not something that you should feel guilty for, but it's something that you should acknowledge that is there. And we are going to learn how to climb the thought ladder to bridge that gap of the current belief that you hold to the belief that you actually want to hold, the person you actually want to become, the feelings that you actually want to hold on to, and trying to navigate that self-doubt. And throughout all of this, I want you to realize that it's a practice. It's something that you have to do daily. It's not something that's going to change overnight. It's something that you have to do intentional work on and bring self-awareness to, okay? So the third thing that stands in the way of your confidence building is the fear. And fear is normal, especially when we're living a life outside of our comfort zone. Because when you step outside of your comfort zone, even just the slightest, your mind and your body is like, oh my gosh, I'm not used to this. What is going on? What are you doing? Like you crazy woman, like go back inside your comfort zone where we know routine and we know structure and we know that what we're doing is working for us. Because when you try something new, you don't know if it's going to work, but you have to put in your reps and you have to fail forward because that's how you gain knowledge and that's how you bridge the gap from good to great, right? So the fear of failing, the fear of not knowing, the fear of being thrown off track, the fear of judgment, the fear of judgment. Think about that for a second. How many times have you stopped doing something because you were afraid of what somebody else was going to think? How many times have you disqualified yourself or told told yourself you shouldn't go for it because uh, you already saw somebody else quote unquote accomplish it? Think about that. How think about how that affects your overall confidence and your ability to show up for you. If you're always holding on to that fear and holding on to those what ifs. What kind of life are you missing out on? What kind of life could you be living if you let go of that fear? Or better yet, acknowledge that the fear was there and said, welcome to the party. That because you are here, that means that I'm living a life outside of my comfort zone. And because I am living a life outside of my comfort zone, that means my confidence is growing, my belief in me is growing, and my ability to do hard shit is growing too, right? Excuse my language, but it is so true. So we already talked about the confidence sugar rush. So now we're going to talk about you know, how do you put in your reps? How do you continue to build your confidence daily? And that comes from two different things that I want to share with you and walk through with you today. And that is climbing the thought ladder and practicing the confidence cycle. And again, confidence is a muscle. It comes from the reps that you put in. It comes from the actions that you take, which creates the feelings that we want to hold. So let's start chatting about the confidence or the climbing the thought ladder first. So you like my pretty little thought ladder graphic? So this is climbing the thought ladder and this is going to be, the focus here is going to healing back the layers of our limiting beliefs. And again, you can have negative thoughts. You're human, you're not a robot. You're going to have negative thoughts. You're going to have self-doubt. That is inevitable, but it's up to you what you do with that self-doubt. And if you allow it to control your forward progress, which I say, uh uh-uh. It does not get to hold you back from living a life that you actually want, from stepping into the most confident version of you, from putting in the reps in that confidence muscle. So 
I'm going to walk through the four steps of the confidence ladder and I'm going to walk you through an example too. So step one is your current state of thought, your current state of mind or thoughts. Step two is the in-between thought you can get behind. Step three is bridging the gap. And step four is a thought that you actually want to hold. Think of the highest version of yourself. So we're going to kind of skip around on this thought ladder, but I also laid it out in your workbook. So refer back to that. If you get confused at any time, please let me know. So step one is your current state of mind or thoughts. So identify one belief you currently hold about yourself and write it down. Maybe it is I'm not good enough to get that job promotion. I am not confident enough in my own skin because of my weight. I will never reach the top of my business because I don't have what it takes. Whatever it might be, write down your current limiting belief that you hold on to. Now we're going to jump up to step four of this thought ladder. And this is the thought that you want to hold. Think about the highest version of yourself. Refer back to that life change confidence list. What is that final belief that you want to hold? And you probably don't yet believe this goal is even possible for you. And that's okay because that's why we're climbing this thought ladder. We're bridging the gap from where you are versus where you want to be. So we started with step one, we went up to step four, and now we're going to fill in the in-between. So step two is the in-between thought that you can get behind. These thoughts are something that you believe to be true. So you're like, okay, like I don't quite have it figured out yet, but I know what I'm working towards. I know that I have the resources. I know that I can figure it out. And this will make more sense once we go over to the example in just a second. But step three is bridging that gap. It's putting in the reps. It's practicing, reminding, and speaking. Continue to repeat, speak out loud, write it down on sticky notes, write it down on a piece of paper that you see every single day. And these are this, this, putting in the reps here is going to bridge the gap of your thoughts. So for example, this is me climbing the thought ladder when I had this weird gut feeling, this rumble to start a podcast in the middle of quarantine, okay? So my current state of mind and my current thought, my first thought that I thought was like, I have this gut feeling I really want to start a podcast. Not sure if anybody would even listen. There's so many podcasts already out there. People who are more knowledgeable than me have a higher following than me. Like, why do I think that I'm worthy of starting a podcast? Okay. So that was my like first initial limiting belief. So when prior to enrolling in my podcast course, I had to sit down and say, okay, this is a belief that I'm holding on to, but I'm not down to hold on to this belief. I'm not down to be held back by my limiting beliefs. So what is the highest version of me? If I were to create a life change confidence list, who would I want to become? What would be the highest thought that I could possibly hold? And that was, I know that I have the ability to make massive impact and create an empowering community with podcasts that are successful. After all, I get to define success how I want to. So why the heck not me? And that was a thought that I wanted to hold. Did I believe it quite yet? Not really. I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the reps put in. I didn't even know what the heck I was doing or what I was going to call my podcast. Why did I think that I could have an empowering podcast, a podcast that makes an impact, right? So do you see how we go from step one of our current state of mind to step four, which is the highest power, the highest thought that we want to hold? And then we bridge the gap. Step two, the in-between thoughts that you can get behind. So for me, I was like, okay, I'm going to look back at old me as proof and current me as proof of beliefs that I can build in myself to bridge this gap. And so the first one was, you know, and for here, for step two, I want you to think about like two to five different things that you can get behind. I have a supportive Instagram community already. I'm willing to learn how to create a podcast. 
and one person impacted matters most. So those were thoughts that I could get behind. Those were thoughts that I knew that I could believe. And the more that I practiced and spoke those into existence, the more that I was going to bridge that gap. So step three, bridging the gap. Practice, remind, speak. Write it on stickies where you see it daily. Say it out loud often. Write it out every morning or night. For me, it was speaking into existence. I was going around telling people like, hey, I'm starting a podcast. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure it out. I was reading it in my vision every single morning. I am a podcast host that empowers 20s all over the globe. I still read that in my vision every single morning. Uh, in my gratitude journal, I, you know, Rachel Hollis, I love her gratitude journal. And it was like, write down 10 dreams as if they've already happened. And it was, I am a podcast host. So I was repeating, I was speaking out loud every single day that I was going to be a podcast host. And slowly, day by day, I put in my reps of building my knowledge. I put in my reps of failing forward. I was saying it out loud. I was practicing, reminding, and speaking and slowly but surely, I believed that highest version of myself was possible. And I realized that the only thing standing in my way was my own current state of mind, my own limiting beliefs. And the same goes for you. I want you to take the time and I want you to go back to your confidence change life, your life confidence change list. And I want you to pick one, one thing and I want you to grab the highest version of yourself and I want you to plug it into step four. And I want you to climb up this thought ladder and identify what limiting beliefs you're holding on to and acknowledge and realize that it's okay that they're there. We're not, we're not here to completely eliminate the limiting beliefs. We're here to work through them. We're here to climb them. We're here to learn that you, know, you don't get from point A to point B without putting in the works. And how does this tie back to our confidence? Because when we don't believe in ourselves, we don't have the confidence in ourselves to keep pursuing more, to keep doing more. And in order to show up as the most confident version of you, you have to learn to tackle that inner mean girl. You have to learn that she is always going to have something to say, but it's up to you to decide how you let that dictate your life and your future success or the lack thereof. And realize that the more that you hold on to those limiting beliefs, Again, like I said, the more you are robbing yourself of potential success, of potential, you know, just massive confidence building. And I want you to realize that confidence is an action first, the action of climbing the thought ladder, and a feeling second, a feeling of being the highest version of yourself, okay? So now we're going to chat about the confidence cycle. And the confidence cycle is something you realize that it's never ending because confidence is not something that you just arrive at. Confidence is not something that just happens overnight. Confidence is something that continuously cycles. So we're going to, one, walk through the confidence cycle, two, go through an example, and three, allow you to practice it yourself, just like we did with the confidence ladder. So again, first, the confidence cycle starts here with the action, okay? The action, the small, tangible things that you can take, which builds your knowledge, which fuels your self-belief, which boosts your confidence, which inspires you to take more action. So action, taking that first step, knowing that if you're outside of your comfort zone, it's going to be uncomfortable. But the more that you step outside of your comfort zone, and you take that action, you are going to build your knowledge, right? So the knowledge, realizing that you don't have to have it all figured out yet, but you are going to learn in the process. 
And when you build your knowledge, you fuel your self-belief because it feels good to feel like you know what you're doing. It's uncomfortable to be like, I have no idea what I'm doing. SOS, like somebody help me. I feel like I'm drowning. But realize that without taking the action, you're never going to build your knowledge. And the more knowledge that you have fuels that self-belief. And that self-belief comes from more reps, more belief, and you practice climbing that thought ladder, right? So when you're building your self-belief, again, you're not trying to completely eliminate the negative self-talk. You're trying to navigate the limiting beliefs and the negative self-talk. So go back to climbing that thought ladder. And then the self-belief boosts the confidence. And the confidence inspires you to take more action. So confidence comes from reps, actions, and thoughts. So going through this confidence cycle, for example, let's go back to me starting my podcast. For example, the action was signing up for the podcast course. And throughout the podcast course, I built a lot of knowledge. And by the way, I took Keisha Fitzgerald. She's like one of my favorite podcasters. She has the Empower Her podcast. Um, make sure you go check her out. But I took her podcast course. So I built that knowledge. And as I was building knowledge, I was fueling my self-belief. I was like, okay, okay, like I know how to record this now. Okay, I know how to create a cover photo. Okay, I can upload it to the podcast hosting site. And so that fueled my self-belief because for every action that I took, I built belief in myself. And I was still daily practicing that thought ladder, speaking outside, speaking out loud those beliefs that I wanted to hold. And as I was doing that, I was boosting my confidence. I was realizing like, okay, I have what it takes. I, already, I had it in me the whole dang time. I just had to unlock it. I just had to you know, work through this confidence cycle and climb this thought ladder in order to inspire me to take more action. And now here I am, a year later almost, still recording podcasts weekly, recording workshops like this, and none of it ever would have been possible without taking that action first. So I want you to go to your workbook and I, I like laid it out for you. I have the workbook here printed out. So I have it laid out for you, the confidence cycle. So I want you to work through this confidence cycle and look at each step. So action, taking that first step, knowing that if you're outside of your comfort zone, you're going to be uncomfortable and asking yourself, what are small tangible actions that I can take daily, weekly, and monthly to put in my reps? And what kind of barriers or things are going to stand in your way? Because no doubt about it, you are going to have things that stand in your way. You are going to feel held back, but that's okay. Identify those barriers and figure out a game plan to come past them. And again, do you have a game plan to put in your reps? And I always, always, always preach this to my clients, everybody I talk to on the gram, you know I'm a tough love kind of gal. And you can't just hope or wish for something to happen. If you want it to happen, you have to make a game plan. So when you're thinking about these daily actions that you need to take in order to step into your confidence, don't just say, I need to work out. No, that's not going to fly. I need to work out. This is how many days a week it's going to happen. This is exactly the day of the week that it's going to happen. This is the time of the day that it's going to happen. And this is the workout that I'm going to do. Don't BS yourself. Don't give yourself a plan B. Make it happen. Make a plan A and realize that that is the only option, okay? Maybe it's you want to build confidence in relationships. 
What is a daily task that you need to do to build that confidence and relationship? Is it that you need to have a 30 minute time frame to sit down and talk about your feelings? Is it, you know, you need to go on a walk with your dog? Is it that you need to call your grandparents once a week? I don't care what it is or what relationships you're trying to cultivate or what you're trying to grow, but your action steps need to be specific and tangible, okay? Moving on, Ooh, that got me fired up. Moving on, the knowledge. You don't have to have it all figured out, you learn in the process. So as you are thinking about this knowledge step, what kind of resources, content, mentors, classes do you need to invest time and energy to? And the best thing I could do as a 20-something is investing my time and energy in order to continuously grow. Because once I left college, I was like, okay, I'm done learning, I'm done growing. And that is a load of bologna BS because guess what? Every single month I'm investing in mentors to some capacity. I have clients that invest in me as their mentor every single week. Daily they check in with me, right? And I'm checking in with them and that energy exchange is important. It's important to have somebody that can hold you accountable. It's important to realize that you don't have it all figured out and neither does she, but you can learn from her. So investing in mentors, investing in classes, there's so many free resources out there to podcasts, YouTube videos, TED Talks, whatever it is, sit down and figure out what it is that you need to invest your time, your energy, and potentially even your money into in order to help you continue to grow. And what kind of things or, you know, yeah, what kind of things are you wanting to learn in the process? I was like trying to say, never mind. Anyways, what kind of things are you wanting to learn in the process? So what is it exactly that you were looking for in that mentor or in that course or in that podcast? And how is it going to help you continue to build your confidence? And the last question, are you willing to fail forward and dance with discomfort? And this should be a hell yes, because that's exciting, because that means you're living outside of your comfort zone, which means you are ready to embark on massive growth. The third step of self-belief in this confidence cycle, more reps equals more belief, you practice climbing the thought ladder. So I want you to go, and this third step is literally filling in your thought ladder, bridging the gap of the current belief you hold to get you to the, the, the end goal thought belief that you want to hold and identify any negative thoughts that you have along the way, but acknowledge that it doesn't have to hold you back, right? And the fourth, the fourth and final confidence, it comes from reps, it comes from actions. And when you're thinking about confidence, you're thinking about this confidence life change list. What is it that you are working towards? Who is it that you want to become? What is it that you want to do, impact, see, change? All of the things in this confidence cycle is never ending. It is on loop. It is on repeat. And it's something that you should practice daily. And you should make it a goal of your goal for yourself to work through this cycle daily. Sit down with the things that you're working towards. And do you realize that never once throughout this workshop did I say, this is how you build confidence. This is how you become the most confident version of you. Because it's not something you arrive at. It's something that you practice every single day. And this is one of my favorite quotes. It's crazy how much energy we spend trying to avoid these hard topics when they're really the ones that can set us free. We avoid trying to put in the work. We avoid the discomfort. We avoid the feelings of, you know, not being good enough, not feeling qualified, not feeling worthy because it's not fun to spend time with it. It's not fun to work through it. But do you realize the potential that you have within you? And building your confidence and putting in your reps comes from doing more than just arriving at confident. It comes from more than just losing 10 pounds. It comes from more than a paycheck or a job promotion. It comes from feeling like you are becoming the best version of you. 
the feeling of actually showing up for the things that you said that you were going to do. And I hope that you realize that confidence is a daily practice and it is something that you can't put into a sugar rush. You can't put your confidence or the lack thereof on things that are temporary that could be ripped away from you at any single moment. And I want you to spend as much energy as you do worrying or living in fear or disqualifying yourself or wondering what if and take that energy and put it into becoming, put it into climbing the thought ladder, put it into the confidence cycle, put it into creating your life change confidence list. And two things that I love to chat about, and then I will let you go. I promise I'm almost done. Two things that I love to chat about is the best case scenario, worst case scenario. And maybe it is you thinking about starting a podcast. Maybe it's you thinking about starting your online business, own online business. Maybe it's you thinking about applying for a new job. Maybe it's you thinking about finally signing up for that marathon. And I want you to think about the worst case scenario if you do any of those. For example, maybe the worst case scenario is you sign up for the marathon and you get to mile 22 and you're like, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. I don't want to. All right. That's your worst case scenario. Okay. Your worst case scenario is that you made it 22 miles. You did the damn thing. You put in the reps. You put in the work. You made it 22 freaking miles. Don't discredit the work that it took you to get to where you're at today. That's your worst, that's your worst case scenario. Think about your best case scenario. You'll finish all 26 two miles. You have a runner's high. You are so damn excited. You were so damn proud of yourself. You know that you just conquered something that you never even thought was possible for yourself. That best case scenario you will never stand a chance at achieving that best case scenario if you don't take that first step, if you don't take that action, if you don't climb that thought ladder, because you are always going to have limited beliefs. You are always going to have negative self-talk, but it's up to you to allow it to control your life or to not control your life, right? So again, think about that worst case scenario. You want to start a podcast. The worst case scenario is that your tech goes a little wrong. You have a few hiccups. Your podcast doesn't get launched on time. A few people download it. That's your worst case scenario that you're failing forward, that you're learning along the way, that you're growing every single day, that even one person impacted is really freaking incredible, that you have a voice to share, that you're being vulnerable and you're putting yourself out there. That's your worst case scenario. Okay. Your best case scenario. You put that podcast out there and you absolutely change the life of hundreds of people. And it's not the numbers that matter. It's the hearts, the beating hearts that matter. You start that business and you change lives, beating hearts, right? And that is something I always, always think about. And remember, realize, okay, your best case scenario, you achieve financial freedom, whatever that looks like for you. You finally start to have an extra income to pay off your student loan debt quicker. You are allowed or able to stay home with your family because you decide to start that second business. Great, that is your best case scenario. Realize that that would never be possible if you didn't take that first step. And you might not have the confidence or belief in yourself yet, but the more reps and the more action that you take, the more energy that you spend getting uncomfortable and the more energy that you spend being intentional, the more abilities and confidence you are going to have to bridge that gap from where you're at to where you wanna go. So I hope that this fired you up. I hope that you found this helpful. I would love to hear what your takeaways from this workshop were. Please, please tag me on Instagram at Michaela underscore underscore. Shoot me a DM, send me an email, let me know. Make sure you download your workbook. You work through that. You spend intentional time building your confidence. 
You don't get stuck in that sugar rush. You don't get stuck in that confidence gap. But instead, you get real, raw, and vulnerable, and you overcome your fears and your limiting beliefs, and you become the freaking most confident version of yourself who has massive success, who has everything she needs within her to do and become whatever it is that she wants to do. Man, I don't know what it is, but I have listened to my own workshop like probably three or four times now. And it's because we all need reminders. We all need practice. We all need to put in our reps. And it's so much more fun when we get to do it together. And this is just a small, small, small snippet of what my course is going to be that I will be launching later in 2021. So if you are not yet on my email list, they will be the first ones to know the very, very first details about the course as soon as they become available. But like, this is my heart and soul. And just to think that I had to be the unconfident version of me back in 20. 18 2019 when I started my very first online business when I first started getting vulnerable and sharing my story on IG post breakup ugly cries like all of the things I had to be that person in order to get to where I'm at now and you have to be the person you are right now where your two feet stand in order to continue to build your confidence and build your belief in you but show up do the work put in your reps and let's freaking do it together Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.